At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in. It's the Edge, you know, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Got a good show on tap for you today. Coming up at 30, Matt Humans, one of the uh, 10 people you consider a friend, Tim Brando, will join us. On the Love show. it when Tim Brando's on the show, very opinionated. JBT, do you ever get to those points in life where you feel like you need to make a change? I do. Actually, I reached one of those points recently, and I feel like I've made the change for the better. I stopped at McDonald's before the show today. Oh, okay, yeah. And instead of ordering the Big Mac or the Double Quarter Pounder, I said, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to make a change today and go with the filet of fish. Went heart healthy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of regret it. Probably should have stuck with the Big Mac. I, uh, I've been I'll... troubled by that for the last 20 minutes. Did I do the right thing? I don't think so. What drove I, I you tried to, such to, a decision? Well, I tried to make the healthy decision, but I haven't had a filet of fish in months. So I want to try something new. You know, Wendy's offers a grilled chicken option. <laughs> like if you really wanted to go no, healthy, I don't like the grilled chicken. No, instead go. You know, hey, fried good. chicken, baby. Yeah. Omega three fatty acids, mm-hmm. right? Those are in fish. All right, cool. So you're regretting it, huh? I think so. Okay, like regretting it as in like it didn't taste that good, and like it, it was, was a waste okay of a meal. It was like, okay. But you're when still I, feeling it in the tummy. Well, no, the filet of fish was okay, but when I have the Big Mac, I always feel like I know that was a good decision. That was uh, yeah. that was one of Isabel's big things when she was pregnant with our first kid. Would Big destroy Macs. Big Macs. Oh yeah, get them large. Big Mac, large fries, large soda, destroy the whole thing. That's a Hall of Fame fast food sandwich. Oh, first okay. ballot Hall of Famer, Absolutely. no doubt about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, a first ballot Hall of Famer, Bill Belichick. There we yes. go. That's a really good segue. So uh, the talk of the town, of course, in New England and here at the once most pro Patriots show in the country, has been the decision to eh, look around and go, you know, what's going on with the, um, with the offensive and defensive coordinators? And here's why, right? Especially offensively. Josh McDaniels is gone, and you have a quarterback coming off of a solid rookie year in Mac Jones who doesn't have a belly anymore, who's ready to kind of sling it around mm-hmm. the yard a little bit and open up this offense. So let's hear about this because we're, we're looking at what this second year might bring for Mac Jones. Well, this is your favorite show, Good Morning Football? Is that what this is? It's not my favorite show, okay. but uh, no, this is Bill Belichick okay. just talking at a news conference about um, what he expects out of Mac Jones, and I think the leap he has mm-hmm. uh, made from his rookie year. Yeah, I think Mac's done a great job. Uh, he's he's worked extremely hard. Uh, he's got a tremendous work ethic, and uh, in all areas, um, you know, I think there's a dramatic improvement. Um, his you know his physical uh, work and conditioning. Um, working on his mechanics, working on his footwork, working on 
his understanding of our offense, of opponent defenses, of situations, um, all those things. Um, you know, he did a great job last year, but he's starting from a much, much higher point this year than, than where he started last year. So, I mean, I'm sold. My under was, on the eight and a half is toast. I was sold last year on Matt Jones, actually, at this time. All the practice reports I read and just watching him in Alabama, it was a guy I thought could step in right away and perform at a high level as a rookie. Now, if you remember the combine photo of Tom Brady. I remember. Where he looked like anything but an athlete. He, right? had, a, he had like a concaved chest. His, yeah. pec, his pecs, went, his pecs <laughs> yeah. went inward. He didn't have anything. Like it was no weird. muscle definition, <laughs> no chest whatsoever. Right. You would think this guy is uh, more likely to be a, a paper boy than he is a football player. Harry nipples, everything. Uh, but Brady's transformed his body over the course of years. I think what Mac Jones has done in the past year is really get into shape and realize yes. that he's got to get in much better shape if he's going to be a Pro Bowl level, level quarterback. And uh, I mean, that's one thing that's encouraging about it. What's discouraging to me is uh, that the Patriots just don't seem to care about putting, uh, I want to say, top-notch playmakers in their offense. Right. What's Mac Jones working with in this offense? He's got a couple players. He doesn't have anywhere near the weapons Tom Brady has got in Tampa Bay right now. That's one thing that I think frustrated Brady at the very end was, hey, I don't have the players around me in this offense, in the Patriots offense that I need. And the, he didn't feel like the coaches were doing enough to surround him with enough talent, right? Don't, don't you think that was one thing that frustrated him? Uh, it's, I would completely agree with that, and I completely agree with everything. Look, like I think Kendrick Bourne is a really solid receiver. I think he's a really good receiver. But if you look at the rest of the depth behind here, I mean, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, Parker's a really solid receiver too, but there is no Nelson Aguilar on this list. There is no, I would say, dominant receiver athlete on this roster. You have four pretty good receivers. Right. You just don't have one of those elite playmaker type of guys. You don't have right. a Devontae Adams type of guy that the Raiders and Josh McDaniels went out to get for Derek Carr. And I would say, too, what I think makes that more egregious is in today's day and age where receivers are falling off trees like left and right. right? Like the, the, That mm-hmm. seems to be one of the deepest positions every single year in the draft for the last, what, four drafts? Sure. It, it's into the second round with these guys in terms of how talented they could be. The Patriots have had their options in terms of trying to grab one of these receivers, and I think that's what makes it a little bit more egregious is you could have grabbed at least one of these guys that was available in the last two or three years. No question. There's some big-time wide receivers out there in the draft, and the Patriots p- bypassed them. I still think Sky Moore is going to prove to be a great pick by the Chiefs, and they mm-hmm. get him in the second round. He was out there. Players like that, you got to do things to help out your quarterback, and I'm not sure the Patriots have done enough to help out Mac Jones going into his second year. Think about what Brady's got with the Buccaneers right now. Mike Evans, they added Julio Jones, mm-hmm. and you got Chris Godwin. Aside from a couple of pretty good tight ends and good talent at the running back position, Brady's got he's had all sorts of weapons to work with in Tampa Bay. Mac Jones doesn't really have that. Aside from that, he doesn't have an offensive coordinator. We don't know who's going to orchestrate this offense from a strategic perspective. I assume Bill Belichick is not going to be offensive coordinator. I would hope to hell it's not going to be Joe Judge. Yeah. You've seen how bad he can be uh, if you sort of put him in charge of an offense and play calling. What do you think the answer is for the Patriots in terms of offensive coordinator and can Matt Jones overcome that? I, I tend to think that – you're going to be skeptical about it since you're playing the win total under eight and a half. I am skeptical, and I want to be fair, too. I should add, Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor is their second-round rookie that they got at wide receiver. So there was a somewhat high draft pick that they used. We'll see if he works out. A really fast kid who a lot of people think could be very effective. Yeah, you know, I like him. I like him. I thought there were better players that could have picked in that spot. Mm -hmm. I thought there were receivers I like better. But then again, you can say, who am I to question the Patriots and their scouts? Well, these are the same guys. Scouts haven't been great. They're the same guys who drafted in Keel Harry in the first round three years ago, and then basically just gave him away to the Bears. Uh, we can go yeah. down the list. Sonny Michelle, like like their right. their eye for offensive talent in the early rounds it's has not, not been, been great. great. Yeah, yeah, it's not been great. Um, but no, I think so. Like when you're looking at this overall, and there are plenty of bodies on this staff, obviously, and there's a lot of smart people on this staff, obviously, and we like make fun of Matt Patricia as a head coach, Joe Judge as a head coach. To be somewhat fair, they did get those jobs kind of for a reason. I mean, they were good in their respective positions as assistants, so maybe that works out. 
But Josh McDaniels has been a really, I'd say, above average play caller at the very least throughout his entire career in the National Football League. He is gone. And now it seems that maybe that one of the people who are replacing him are guys who do not have storied histories as play callers <laughs> or right? any history, right? Yeah, any history. So yeah. like that to me, that is somewhat <clears throat> worrisome because play calling can make all the difference in the world. We see it. The I thought reason- Josh McDaniels was too conservative. I know you did yeah. too with. Mac Jones last year. There yep. were certain situations where you got to cut it loose to let the rookie quarterback throw it, have to show confidence in him, and the Patriots were too conservative. I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Josh McDaniels, not to get off track, it's going to be interesting to see if McDaniels, how he deals with those types of play calls with the Raiders. you got no excuses now. You've got every resource you could possibly want in the Raiders' offense. Last year you could say, well, it wasn't just his lack of confidence in Mac Jones – also didn't have much talent around him, and that's why he made those conservative play calls. Yep. But Josh McDaniels never did cut it loose with Mac Jones last year. No, I, I agree with all of that. And I just, at the end of the day, when you can talk about, well, it's just an assistant coach or play calling, that makes the difference. Like, that makes the difference of the margins you see all the time. San Francisco is so highly rated for a reason. One, because their roster is really good. But two, Kyle Shanahan's a really brilliant play caller and offensive mm-hmm. mind. It's the same thing for the Los Angeles. It's the same thing for a lot of these teams that have smart offensive minds at their head. So I would say yes. Like, I am, that is one of the things. Development of their, cook, their quarterback going into a second year, you can stunt his growth if you're not going to put him in the best system possible. And who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Judge or Patricia knock it out of the park with whatever they're going to do with their play calling. Or Belichick's system really works here. But I think that is reason for some doubt as you head into the year. Well, I'm buying what Bill Belichick's saying about Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. If you look at his rookie numbers, he completed 67.6% of his passes, 20, 22 TDs, 13 picks, and he was sacked uh, 28 times. None of those are bad numbers. And uh, he should only improve on that. And I think Mac Jones has got a lot of potential. And uh, I'm I'm really optimistic about him. I just wonder if the Patriots have the right pieces around him. Odds to win the AFC East. The Bills, odds on favorites at BetMGM at minus 190. The Patriots and Dolphins each up 4-1. to one, And the Jets at 20-1. to one. Oh, man. I'll say this. I, I, well, a year ago at this time, you and I were really optimistic about the Patriots. I am not even thinking about taking the 4-1 to one this year to win that division. No, but I'll say this about it. I think you would agree with me. I think, like... Very clearly, the Dolphins have the better roster than the than the New England Patriots. I think it's extremely clear. But they also they have, have a first-time head coach and a quarterback who right. you don't know what you're going no, to get out of two. But that's kind of the point I'm going to yeah. is like it, you can see the doubts in this in these numbers. Clearly, the better roster is Miami, and yet the market says ah, equal probability that they might win this division at 4-1. to one. And liability plays a part of that too, but that does say something there about what's going on with Miami. We got a lot more to talk about in the NFL before we get to that later in the show. What about your uh, win total bet under eight and a half? And how do you feel about the Patriots' schedule here in the final minute? Because if you're if you're playing under eight and a half from a Patriots' perspective, you you must not love the way the schedule sets up. No, not at all. I think when you look across the board here for doing what I, this is why you played it under everything we talked about off. But then you talk about the beginning of the year for them. Look at the first four games. They could start one and three. We're talking about at the Dolphins, home against the Ravens, at the Packers, even playing host to the Lions is a coin flip spot. Uh, it, you know, make of what you will of the Bears, the Jets, and the Browns, and even the road against the Browns. That's a coin flip spot at best, right? Against like a very talented roster. Before that bye week, that's brutal. And then look at that last column if you're watching up on the schedule on the uh, on the website. Or I, I would anywhere. say this: the start and the end of the schedule <laughs> very difficult. You play the Bills twice. A little soft in the middle. Right. Yeah. You play the Bills twice from week 13 to week 18. Like, it's just, it is it is a load of a schedule there for this team, who could be a lot worse defensively. So, like it under the total. All right. We will get back to the National Football League. We have a lot to get to. Coach of the year. And, of course, the new quarterback in San Francisco. And Green Bay. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon. There's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats, power ratings, write ups, everything you need to cover 131 college football teams. The NFL guide coming later in August. Best bets on season win totals, division finishes. And uh, player awards and a lot more. Reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guide today. Get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VSIN All Access Pass. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now, vsin.com slash subscribe. There's the photo of the cover of the College Football Betting Guide at VSIN Live on Twitter. We tweeted that out today. And uh, plus a link to subscribe if you want to do that. I like it. Point All spread right. weekly also out today with Russell Wilson and the Broncos on the cover. Yeah, I saw that. Good looking cover. Good looking episode. Uh, I was going to say episode uh, edition as well. All right. Well, we're into the top 30 for the Edge Top 40 preseason poll. So for those who do not remember, yesterday, number 30, Wake Forest checked in as our 30th ranked team. 31 uh, was the Florida Gators. So we move on to number 29. Mm-hmm. We've got a pair of SEC teams today. The first of which is. The LSU Tigers, Matt Eubens, our 29th ranked team in our Edge preseason top 40. An interesting squad, of course, as we know, Brian Kelly taking over. A team that has 11 starters back from last year's squad that went 6-7. and seven. Uh, Not a great betting team either. It was great to bet against them, 5-7-1 against the spread. And I think where you begin, at least in terms of evaluation of this roster, uh, the quarterback position is going to be something pretty intriguing. Lyles Brennan comes back. He's been dealing with some injuries since the end of the 2020 season, so he's going to be a question. And Jaden Daniels, the Arizona State, former Arizona State quarterback, transfers in right around spring to also get his bite at the apple here for LSU. So I would say a decent quarterback room for the most part if you're talking about talent and guys who have played for a while. But that's one of the many questions around this roster as they head into Kelly's first year. Yeah, it's not just two quarterbacks, by the way. I've heard from uh, somebody close to LSU's camp that Garrett Nussmeyer yeah. uh, is also in the hunt, and don't count him out. But he could beat out Miles Brennan and Jaden Daniels. I doubt that, but uh, it is a three-way competition as of right now. I'd expect Miles Brennan to win it, and then uh, he's going to have to play well to keep the job. That's the thing when you got three quarterbacks, to, uh, the pressure is on the guy to perform. Leash is short. Yeah, Brian Kelly's not going to put up with turnovers and mistakes. He'll put the next guy in there. But that's one thing I like about LSU and why I played this win total over six and a half. When I played it over, it was minus 130. Now it's minus 110, despite I'm hearing from a lot of bookmakers, that's one of the most popular win total plays around town, even over. with some sharp betters, is LSU over six and a half. Hmm. And uh, at DraftKings, the number is seven. But see, DraftKings also opened LSU win total at seven and a half. So there was a middle there for a while. You could have bet LSU over six and a half, and then you could have gone to DraftKings bet under seven and a half, and that seven is a nice middle number you had a chance to hit. But the bottom line here was scouting this team. Brian Kelly surprised everybody, shocked a lot of people when he went to uh, LSU from Notre Dame. He actually ditched Notre Dame before they even knew if the Irish were going to make the college football playoffs. Right. He, was, he had one foot out the door. We got a 10-year, $95 million deal to go to Baton Rouge. 
And uh, I think he does inherit enough talent here to win seven or eight games. Tim Brando is going to join us here in about 15 minutes. And Tim told me a few weeks ago he thinks LSU can win 10. Okay. That might be ambitious. But I'll say this. Kayshawn Boutte, one of the nation's top wide receivers, is in that offense. Brian Kelly is going to find a way to use him with that quarterback talent. they got plenty of running back talent. I think their offensive line is going to be okay. A lot of talent on the defensive line DJ Zalari coming back, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Kelly did a really good job with the transfer portal. It's not tough to recruit to LSU, right? Uh, so I think he's going to turn this thing around a lot quicker than people think. And uh, let me give you a um, little-known betting fact about Brian Kelly, and this is why I like betting the win total over, too. I like betting on coaches who don't lose games that they're not supposed to lose. Okay. As the betting favorite at Notre Dame from 2018 through last year, 2021, the Fighting Irish went 40-1 and one straight up. Okay. They don't get upset. Right. Brian Kelly does not get upset. Now, he doesn't knock off Alabama and Clemson. But he wins the games he's supposed to win. But he wins to. the games he's supposed to win. Yep, that's fair for, uh, a very good point there. And LSU schedule, uh, it sets up for them to get off to a really good start, uh, taking on Florida State at home early uh, at the beginning of the year. That's not a neutral site game. That's a home game, correct? Uh, Florida uh, State's in New Orleans. Okay, we want to make sure. Okay, but that's, that's basically LSU's backyard. And that, yep. That's why... That game has been bet up from a pick'em to uh, minus two and a half, minus three, and if uh, right here it's a South Point, it's two and a half. So if you like LSU, lay that two and a half now. So a, a, a semi home game we'll call yeah. against uh, Florida State to start the year, uh, but essentially starting the the year at home for the first four weeks. Uh, you're talking about Florida State, Southern, Mississippi State, and New Mexico. Your first four matchups all taking place in their home state. Uh, they go on the road against Auburn, which we'll see what happens with the Tigers by the time you get that that Tiger squad. Mm -hmm. By the time you get there, because there is some room there for a win for LSU on the road. You could be looking at five and zero LSU by the time they play host to Tennessee on October eighth. Yeah, and if you're betting over six and a half uh, by October eighth, if you're five and one, you're thrilled with your bet. Yep. Absolutely, because you don't have that much room. I mean, I'm telling you what, if, if LSU's four and two after October eighth, I'm okay with that. And yep. looking at the schedule, you'd be a little bit disappointed with four and two, because I think uh, there is a there's a really good chance that LSU's going to be a, a five win or maybe even a six win team by the middle of October. Yep, and then you got to take care of business against the back end of the schedule, yeah. which it winnable games. Tougher. It does get tougher, right after. I mean, that Tennessee game is kind of where it flips. Because then you go against Florida, you go on the road against Florida, a home game against Ole Miss, home game against Alabama, on the road against Arkansas. I mean, you're circling the two late games, or excuse me, the two late wins that you're looking for, Arkansas, UAB, and then finding somewhere else in there to maybe steal a win. But, again. There's also get, always a chance you could beat Florida. Right. Always a chance you could beat Ole Miss. Oh, I mean, it, things just don't play out the way they uh, always uh, appear on paper. So, uh, that UAB game certainly should be a win in late November. So, I think uh, – Four and two is to me is kind of like the worst case scenario after that October eighth game against Tennessee. If you're betting over six and a half for the win total, so LSU checking in as our edge ranked 29th team in Brian Kelly's mm -hmm. first year at the helm. So we go from there to our number 28th ranked team, and lo and behold, Matt Humans, it is another SEC team. Crazy how that works out. Kentucky checks in as our 28th ranked team and our edge preseason top 40 10 and three last year solid betting team as well eight four and one against the spread coming out of uh, 11 guys coming back of course overall six on offense five on defense mm -hmm. I always mess this up will Levis correct will Levis yep quarterback that comes back Very talented junior. dual threat quarterback by the way yep and uh, there's I think a lot to like about Kentucky and we should say we talk about coaching maximizing rosters uh, Mark Stoops has done a really good job with this squad and uh, he has always had them coached up and playing very well specifically on the defensive side of the ball, they've always been a quality team, but this has always been a quality program under Stoops. Ten and three straight up, eight four and one against the spread last year, and uh, you got more than half your starters back on offense. And the most important guy is Will Levis, who uh, put up really good numbers in that offense as a dual threat quarterback. And I, I thought he was just kind of scratching the surface too of how good he can become, and he's going to be an NFL prospect, a possible first round draft pick. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a first or second round draft pick, and that's why when you look at the schedule, there are so many big games on it. For Kentucky, JVT, uh, it was hard for me to pick two, but there's no doubt the two biggest games are the last two games on that schedule because they're both at home mm. and against uh, big rivals. You got Georgia coming to Lexington on November 19th, and then you got Louisville the following week. Uh, those are two huge games at the back end of the schedule. Now, there are plenty of big games in the front half of the schedule, including that trip to Florida on September 10th. So yep. I think this uh, Kentucky team's got a chance to be really, really good. And top that win total of seven and a half, but I'm not going to lay that price of 160. 
It's not one of my better bets. I think the schedule sets up okay for the Wildcats here. And the thing is, how good's Will Levis going to be? Because uh, there are a lot of NFL scouts who have eyes on him. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. You know, I, I kind of liked their schedule a little bit more, it sounds like, than you did, especially when you were able to start. It's, you know, not, it's my, not a tough schedule. No, it's not, right? right? Like when you're talking about Miami, Ohio, Youngston State, uh, Northern Illinois in three of your first four games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you can steal one against Florida, that'd be absolutely fantastic because it sets up for a really solid start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, as you, you get into conference play, we talked about South Carolina, one of our earlier ranked teams in the top 40. It's going to be a team that should be better. Right, the right. Gamecocks, but you get them at home. That should be a game in which you are favored by in the range of, we'll call what, four and a half to seven points, depending on how the season goes. So that's going to be a matchup that should work in your favor. And as the season goes along, Vanderbilt, Missouri, winnable games. So there's some potential there for Kentucky to win quite a few games. But I'm with you. Laying a buck 60, that implied probability seems a little high for a team that's got about seven wins written on them. Yeah, it's... You know, that's the thing. The defense is uh, going to decline a little bit from the level it was last year. And that's, I think that's uh, – DraftKings has got eight on Kentucky, by the way. Yeah. I cannot bet over eight. eight. Then you got to get to nine wins to win that bet. to the over. I would think that the under would be the uh, favorite side there. It's very uh, difficult to make that bet. That's why I say you got to shop around for these win totals. Don't just say, hey, those guys like Kentucky over and bet it over eight. I would never recommend over eight. If you want to bet over seven and a half, that's Okay. Well, that's a totally different bet. And the, you have to understand the difference when you're playing these win totals. Yesterday, I was talking about Stanford over four. Uh, yeah, but that's because I could push on four. Right. I'm not recommending over four and a half because I think there's a chance things could go bad and Stanford finishes four and eight. But I like to bet over four because I think they're going to win five or six. But, again, it's uh, you're trying to protect yourself, too. And, uh, and in case things go bad, you want to be able to push if things don't go right. I think uh, – Kentucky probably should get over seven and a half against that schedule. I just don't want to lay that price. In the SEC, it's never easy. No, it isn't. All right, there it is. LSU, Kentucky, our latest teams in the Edge preseason top 40. Let's find out what Tim Brando thinks. He joins us next here on The Edge. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please drink responsibly. All right, let's bring in one of my favorite college football guys, Tim Brando, Fox Sports National commentator. Tim, are you on the golf course today? No, I'm not today. Matt, you got me at the right time. I'll be (laughs) out there early in the morning. I played yesterday, and uh, I took today off. It's great to be with you. I saw a couple of videos on Twitter. Your swing's looking pretty good, so uh, you're in mid-season form. Hey, the last time I spoke with you about a month ago on this show, we were – we only talked briefly about LSU and Brian Kelly's first year. And we're doing our college football preseason top 40 countdown, and LSU uh, is up today. I wanted to get your opinion because you were stunned that the win total was six and a half, and you thought that number was way too low. Do you still have the same feeling about LSU? Yeah, I really do, Matt. I, I think that they've got tremendous personnel. Uh, I think that um, the hype around the Southeastern Conference probably got to a number of other people. Uh, around certain teams like Texas A&M, which I believe is way overhyped. And I think the beneficiary here will be LSU because, uh, you know, they they have consistently beaten Texas A&M with teams that they beat them last year. Mm -hmm. That was an LSU team going nowhere uh, and losing about uh, half of its uh, roster by the time they actually played the game. Um, This is, you know, what's been accumulated from a talent standpoint, uh, not all through recruiting, but a lot of it was uh, recruiting. But additionally, the transfer portal uh, has brought a lot of incredible talent into uh, LSU. And they're never, they never lack for talent. They've, they've lacked for direction, but they've never lacked for talent. And I think that Brian's going to be coaching the most talented team that maybe he's ever had athletically. Okay? Oh. Now, they still need to learn his system, and that obviously takes time. Uh, and there might be some games that they lose because of the lack of familiarity 
with that system. But it is a system, and it is direction and culture, which were vitally needed uh, at LSU. And I think that, uh, mm-hmm. at the very least, that's an eight-win team. And, uh, and I think the potential to win as many as ten is quite real. Their quarterback room is loaded. Now, after he names a starter, he's probably going to lose two of them. But right now, you'd be hard-pressed to find four better quarterbacks uh, with four different stories than the ones he has. Um, even if they had to go to Nussmeyer, I think he's a quality player. So I, I think they're very undervalued, and I think the, the wide receiving core running backs are solid. Uh, the main deficiency from a year ago was its offensive front. I think that's going to be handled. Uh, the offensive coordinator, who you know is a veteran, has been with Brian before, came over from Cincinnati. It's got a really good system. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, as, <laughs> my moles in Baton Rouge are usually pretty good. And I remember saying something similar about Orgeron's team the year before they won the national championship. They were undervalued that year. And no one really knew how good Burrow was at that time. But they were changing the offense. They were still running a, a you know an older approach to their offense. And, and they went, managed to win, I want to say, nine to ten games. Of that year, and and uh, and and really surprised a lot of people. I I think this is a similar type of program right now, even for Brian. Look, you've had now since Nick Saban left. Okay, uh, you've had two national championships won by Les Miles and by Ed Orgeron, neither of whom are coaching now in college football. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian Kelly is the easily the most accomplished new head coach ever to be brought into that Rouge. And that includes Bill Arnsbarger when he replaced Jerry Stovall, who was, of course, one of the great defensive coordinators in the history of the National Football League. Brian Kelly is more accomplished as a head football coach. So if you don't think he can't win a national title within four or five years, then I don't know what planet you're on. Follow him on Twitter, at Tim Brando, LSU 6-7 and seven last year. That bowl game... Uh, against Kansas State was a throwaway game. That was Ed Orgeron did not coach in that game, and half the LSU team didn't play. Uh, but Ed Orgeron finished six and six before he called it quits. And uh, I'm with you here. Uh, Brian Kelly's always been one of my favorite coaches. I think he's got plenty of talent here, and over six and a half wins is uh, one of my best bets. Now, Tim, uh, I'll tell you this about Brian Kelly. Hey, let me tell you, uh-huh. man, Go ahead. the only one better, the, uh-huh. the only the only bet the, the bet that's even better than LSU at over six and a half is um, is is my friend at Kansas. That one and a half for that team, Lance Leipold's team, uh-huh. you got to be kidding me. Uh, they'll win at least three, maybe four this season. So those are the two I'd take to the bank. All right, he's taking Kansas to the bank. I like it. Uh, hey, let me tell you this about Brian Kelly. I don't know if you knew this, uh, Tim, but this is one thing I like when, when you're betting over a win total on a coach like this, too. As Notre Dame coach, from 2018 to 2021, the Fighting Irish went 40-1 and straight up as the betting favorite. So Brian Kelly does not lose games he's not supposed to lose. Uh, that's pretty impressive to be 40-1 and straight up as a betting favorite. Uh, I think yeah, it is. I think he can turn this yeah. thing around pretty quickly, and it sounds like you're pretty optimistic about that as well. Yeah, I am. Uh, listen, I'm. Um, I, I, I've known Brian a long time. Uh, I thought the job that he did at Cincinnati, and people forget this, but that team uh, in 2009 that went undefeated and lost in the Sugar Bowl to Tebow's team after yep. they were beaten by Alabama in the SEC championship, and he was gone by that time and just taken the Notre Dame job. That year, he played a half dozen quarterbacks. A half. He. He. he I don't think he gets enough credit as a head football coach for being a really good quarterback whisperer uh, and massaging issues and adversities that come his way. Uh, Brian, um, in my mind, is is poised now to finally have the personnel. At Notre Dame, he maxed out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had his team a couple of times, and they were good at some skill positions, but they were just okay in a lot of other spots. And, um, look, I'm, I think Freeman can do a great job there, don't get me wrong, but I just, I, I, was, a, I was a believer in him in that season uh, at Cincinnati and what he did uh, 
to get that team to the promised land with all the injuries that he incurred at quarterback. And uh, he could use a variety of quarterbacks through the course of the year, and I'm sure he's telling his guys that. Miles Brennan is, is a guy that if he can stay healthy, okay, he's not, a, he's not a Joe Burrow type of runner, but he is a Joe Burrow type of passer, and he's got a great head on his shoulders. And if they can keep that kid out, you got to go back and look at what kind of stats he had before he got hurt, okay? That season, that turned LSU season upside down. And I think his returning is something that's really got a lot of people fired up down there. And, of course, the Arizona State transfer, I saw him play, and he can learn from Miles Brennan a lot about how to protect the football, and we know what he can do with his legs. So the combination of those two, I think, potentially could give a, a yin and a yang to what they want to do offensively, they could be a real surprise this year. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I like Jaden Daniels. He's a different type of quarterback than Brennan, yeah. but he's got a lot of potential and probably will be better under Brian Kelly than he was at Arizona State last year. Tim, in the final minute 45, can you tell me what you think of the season opener? Florida State LSU at the uh, Superdome in uh, Louisiana, excuse me, in New Orleans. That's kind of in, it's in LSU's backyard. Do you like LSU as a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that game? Yes. Yes, I do. And, uh, you know, that's a game you don't want to play when it's for a national championship. It's a game you don't want to play when it's a season opener. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not Saturday night in Tiger Stadium. I get that. Mm-hmm. But the second home for LSU has always been. Uh, that dome. Only time really they had a pathetic effort was in the rematch national title game against uh, Alabama back in yeah. 2011 against Alabama. That's the only time that they really spit the bit in a game that's been played there of, of any importance. So, yeah, I really like LSU in that game. Florida State's gathering some momentum. I like Mike Norvell's team. I think they're going to be better, but I just think that's too much for them to, uh, to try to bite off in, in the opening week, especially with um, all of the fuel, with uh, you know the first game for Brian being what it is, right. I, I think they'll 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 want to make a statement, and I, and I think LSU will in that game. Tim Brando, national broadcaster, Fox Sports. Tim, always good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Tim. My pleasure. Anytime. You know that. Got it. All right, we'll get him on again before college football tomorrow? season. Do it tomorrow? Right. Not tomorrow. We'll no. wait a few weeks, but uh, we got. Several big games early in the season to uh, talk about, especially involving SEC teams. And JVT in our top 40, we're in the midst of a run on SEC teams. You got I, more? I think we have more coming. Okay. Like consecutively? We might have one tomorrow. Oh, boy. All right. We'll take our break. On the other side, we have yeah. best bets, a little bit of Major League Baseball. We also stuff to get to Coach of the Year and the extensions handed out in Green Bay. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen nicotine pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there are times in life where JVT has felt like he needed to make a change. He knew he needed to make a change, but he just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. And warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Thanks to Tim Brando for joining us in the uh, previous segment. He's very, very optimistic about LSU. Should win eight, could win ten. Win total six and a half. That's one of my uh, best bets over for college football win totals. LSU over six and a half. I, I bet it at minus 130. You can get a better number out there right now. Minus 110. Uh, Alabama over ten and a half. That's still up there at DraftKings. Colorado under three and a half. I think that number has now dipped to uh, three. I think I bet that about five weeks ago. Fresno State over five and a half. Excuse me, over eight and a half. Kansas State over six and a half. Uh, let's go to page number two of uh, the regular season wins because I added a couple on yesterday's show. Got a total of uh, 10 up here now. New Mexico out of the Mountain West over two and a half. Tim Brando was just talking about playing Kansas over one and a half. JVT, sometimes if the schedule sets up right, I don't mind playing some of these really bad teams over these low win totals, mm-hmm. and especially if you have a, a good coach. I think Kansas and New Mexico each have really good coaches. I thought he brought up a great point Tim did about Kansas. Yeah. New Mexico's plus money over two and a half. Oklahoma under nine and a half. Purdue under seven and a half. I'm playing Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin over seven and a half for the second year in a row, and I, I think that's going to be a really good bet. I love the new quarterback, Jackson Dart, to transfer from USC. And who was the biggest winner in the transfer portal in the offseason? If I could uh, speak correctly. USC. USC number one. I think Ole Miss number two. Mm. Yeah, that's how I would rank him. Ole Miss over seven and a half. And Ole Miss gets a quarterback from USC who's going to prove to be a hell of a player in the SEC. Stanford over four. I would not play that over four and a half, but you, right now at Circus Sports – you can play Stanford over four at minus 130. I do like that team's potential to win five or six games with Tanner McKee at quarterback. But like I said, I bet over four, not four and a half. All right, quick rundown of what you gave out yesterday for your NFL win totals. Yeah, I will do this uh, lickety split. New England Patriots under eight and a half wins, even money. Giants over seven wins at minus 105. And the 49ers under 10 at minus 123 win total selections so far in the National Football League as we get closer and closer to the season. And essentially a week away, tomorrow will be a week away from the Hall of Fame game in the NFL. That's all I got. All right. My baseball? No, let's talk 49ers. Oh, 49ers. Oh, okay. You want to go here really quickly? Do you want to finish up your best bets? Or are we going to go 49ers? <laughs> Let's go best bets on golf. Okay. Uh, Will Zalatoris, Cameron Young, Kevin Kistner, Maverick McNeely. Three of those four guys I consider the three best players on tour never to win a tournament. Cameron Young's got four seconds this year. I bet him in all four times. Uh, I actually bet him three out of the four. Willie Z, a couple of runner-ups and majors. Maverick McNeely, uh, he was close in this tournament last year. Actually played really well in the Rocket Mortgage in Detroit. So I'm going to go Willie Z at 16, Cameron Young, 18, Kevin Kisner, uh, one of the best putters on tour, and a guy who's in uh, really good current form, about 45-1 to 1 right there with Maverick. 
McNeely, and uh, those are my golf plays. Now let's get to the 49ers and Trey Lance. We talked about this a little bit yesterday after Kyle Shanahan said he's our guy, and you played under the 49ers win total. Yep, and Kyle Shanahan uh, talked about that. Trey Lance, Jimmy G, that dynamic, and what we're going to see moving forward for San Francisco. Just well, This is Trey's team. And that's nothing against Jimmy. We, we made that decision a, a year ago, and we're going with that, and we're not going to mess around with that anymore. Um, and I don't think we really have messed around with that much, but once we made that decision, we did, and um, Jimmy understands that fully. Uh, there's, um, he's a big guy, and it's nothing against him either. That's a business decision, and um, that's what makes it not awkward. Um, yeah, it's tough, to, but there's contracts or stuff that you have to do, and that's what when... I feel like we're doing that as good as we can, and that is possible because of the type of guy Jimmy is and the type of relationship we have and, and the circumstances. It's everyone, I think, if you look at it, you can see why it got to this with the surgery and when it happened, and we understand it, and it'll take care of itself. But um, Jimmy knows we're going with Trey. Trey knows we're going with Trey, and our team does. So that's, and everyone likes both the guys, so it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, and, I hate that phrase. Yeah? Oh, God, I can't tell you how much I hate that phrase. It is what it is. Isn't it, though? What's that mean? <laughs> that it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, so we now know the, the uh, Trey Lance era begins in San Francisco. And it's the right thing to do because if this is a guy you trade up to draft and right. you, you invest so much in him as your future, you have to go all in on him and put all your time, all your effort, all your resources into trying to make him successful and make him your franchise quarterback. He's got the talent. We've seen that. Yeah. He just has to learn how to become a professional uh, quarterback, and uh, that's I think that's why Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch are making this move. First of all, Jimmy Garoppolo's got a horrendous contract. It's so hard to get rid of. And he's, oh, that, at, he's at the point in his career where he's not really going to make much of a difference for you. And uh, he didn't make the difference in the NFC Championship game, so you move ahead to Trey Lance. And he say, made a difference for one team. He helped the Rams get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Uh, I think... I think they're doing the right thing here. Even though I've got some doubts about Trey Lance, he's got an incredible amount of talent, and if you pour all your efforts into trying to make him successful, maybe he's the guy who can get you over the top. That's the right thing to do. If you're going to move up in the draft and take this guy, you have to do this. I still think Matt Jones would have been the better decision for the 49ers at the time, but who knows? Trey Lance has got a lot of ability. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, I don't think – that you are wrong. I, I lean to uh, the same side you do here under the win, win total of 10.5 because essentially he's a rookie quarterback and he's still going to make a lot of mistakes this year. Yeah. I mean, look, so when, and that's part of the play here too, is just that he is going to be essentially, like you said, a rookie quarterback after what is considered to be a fresh, a redshirt year. Mm -hmm. He started in two games, appeared in five overall, but we're talking about packages, one snap overall, one of them. So, like, I just think when we're talking about, the probability of this team being an 11-win or more team with Trey Lance going into next year, I just think I'm going to play against that notion. Trey Lance can still be very good, uh, but when you look at some of the passing numbers, even some of the more deep, like the deeper numbers in terms of the metrics, wasn't really great for him. Four turnover-worthy plays uh, in what we're talking about, 71 attempts. It's just uh, it's something you got to work on here, and he'll be set up for success in that offensive system. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about how highly rated this team should be, I'll play under that perception when we get into next year. Probably the right thing to do. All right, we'll talk about coaches on tomorrow's show. Let's get to some baseball to wrap it up. Yep. Uh, how about the Dodgers falling to the Nationals on back-to-back -back nights? The team with the best record in baseball loses back-to-back -back home games to the team with the worst record in baseball. And the, the Dodgers do bounce back today, though. They they salvage a game of the series. Maybe. They, they Maybe. save little faces. Is it not over yet? I think I've got on my screen bottom of the fifth inning, 6 nothing Los Angeles oh, Dodgers. Okay. So. I, I was counting that as a Dodgers win. Uh, no. Yeah. no, 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 no. You never know. Crazier things have happened. We watched the Cincinnati Reds come back and drop four runs on your Yankees in the ninth <laughs> inning, what, two weeks ago. So You know what? I was thinking about that last night. The Reds go to New York, <laughs> and they beat the Yankees' butt. Yep. Right? The Pirates go to L.A., and they sweep the Dodgers. Yep. Crazy things happen in baseball. Baseball's man. a weird sport, yeah. uh, and we get a matchup tonight. It's going to be very, very much worth watching. New York Mets get a win over the New York Yankees yesterday. As we were talking about, Yankees had some uh, noise on the base paths late, and then it uh, looked like maybe, just maybe, after a little bit of a flub defensively for the Mets, that the Yankees are going to be able to maybe get back in the game but end up losing 6-3. Now they are sizable underdogs to Max Scherzer and the New York Metropolitans. I've got some spots as high as... Minus 180, 181, depending on where you look here. We're Scherzer on the hill against Domingo Herman. Yeah, not too often you're 
ever going to see the Yankees at this type of plus price. In the state of New York. How about that? Jeez. Add to it. Yeah, plus 160 or higher right now on the Yankees. But that's uh, there are three reasons for that. One is Max Scherzer. I thought you were going to say Domingo. <laughs> well, he's number two. He was not very good in his last start. Who wants to bet on Domingo Herman right now? Nobody really wants to bet on him. Nobody wants to bet against Max Scherzer. And uh, the third reason is if Joey Gallo's in the lineup for the Yankees, that's an automatic out. I, I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. The trade deadline is here. Joey Gallo's got some trade value. Ship him to Cincinnati, to the Chicago Cubs. Somebody would want this guy. He could still hit 40 homers. He might hit 205, but he could hit 40 homers for somebody next season. The Yankees got to find a better left-handed bat, a guy who doesn't strike out at every trip to the plate, and uh, hopefully he's not in the lineup tonight against Max Scherzer because Scherzer would just toy with that guy. Obviously doesn't help that Giancarlo Stanton on the injured list with that's Achilles right. tendonitis. So that's not uh, a very good news when we're talking about Yankees the big He's not playing great baseball right now, JVT. Uh, but Aaron Judge homered again last night, and he is uh, the deserved favorite, I think, to be MVP again. All right, we're all done. VSIN.com, you know where to go. Betting Guide comes out tomorrow. My Guys in the Desert comes up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more.